Blog Talk Radio. everybody can hear me. <laughs> uh, if anybody has access to Facebook, uh, you can just go ahead and say you can hear me um, if you're watching the show. Good evening, Judith. appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I'm assuming that everybody can hear me. <laughs> we had a little technical difficulty, which happens quite a bit on uh, Blog Talk Radio, although I haven't had any problems in a long time. Anyway, I'm here to do messages from Spirit, everybody. Uh, not that I'm here to run your life or not that spirit is ever interested in running your life because spirit is not. Spirit is interested in helping you actualize your potential, helping you evolve, at least as far as I know from what they've done. So if you ask me very kind of surface questions, you might get a little bit different kind of answer than what you're expecting. Um, thanks, Beth. <laughs> thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it. Yeah, so we go in a little deeper in, uh, here because that's the way uh, spirit works with me. We all have our specific way of working. And, of course, if you've been studying spirit for a while or you've been studying the idea of spiritual evolution for a while, there's nothing better or worse. There just is energy. And one of the focus subjects that uh, I've been delivered recently and was part of my email today is all about problems. Let me see if I could find it again so I can remember what the heck I wrote because I don't remember because it got a little flustered. So let me see if I could find it here. Um, no, I'm not finding it there. Bear with me. I'm a little flustered. Oh, I'm admitting it. Problems. Yeah, problems is what the subject is today. And um, I can't see my message. Bear with me while I find the yeah, find an email that reveals uh, the exact uh, subject for this evening's show. Hold on for a second. 
I had a lot of people email me <laughs> to my email <laughs> that I sent out this morning so I couldn't see what I wrote in it. Okay. So uh, this is an interesting idea. How to transform your problem into prosperity. You know, I mean, that's a human condition, right? We're all having every day, we have some obstacle. Something is going on, right, that we don't like. Uh, somebody sent me via email a very beautiful story about how a butterfly literally needs to work its way out of the cocoon, which looks like it's struggling. You know, it's, it's really struggling to get out of that nest that it's in, that cocoon that it's in. But so, um, the observer of this story said, I tried to cut, I did cut, up, open the cocoon to let the butterfly free, right? So that's as if somebody came with a magic wand and said, you have no more problems. Uh, but what happened is the butterfly could never learn to fly. It was unable to fly because part of its development to fly was the fighting and the struggling to get out of the cocoon. So if we can look at our problems like um, actually our path to prosperity, if we can embrace them and love them and see them as uh, a healing for ourselves or a growth for ourselves, they soon tra they soon transform into prosperity. Uh, so send all your problems love. Okay, send all your problems love, and the more that you do, the more they will transform into prosperity. Uh, and there's a simple little exercise that's been channeled from the ones. Uh, that is the group of entities that I'm working with currently uh, as a medium and a channel. We can work with different entities. But turns out, after all the, the entities, uh, I'm it turns out I am a what's called um, an early arrival of a star seeds to help human evolution prosper, if you will, evolve, if you will, by turning their problems into prosperity. Some part of the ascension mindset, the ascension movement, if you will, and a spokesperson for that. So let's do this little meditation okay, together to transform our problems. Uh, even if it's grief and loss, I have a number of people waiting in the queue for mediumship, uh, or if it's finding work, or whatever it is, the more we worry about our problems, the more we are feeding them. Okay? We don't want to put worry in. We want to learn how to transform them. So this is our little exercise. So if you're, if you're alone right now, just sort of start to breathe from your abdomen, going into a quiet place, breathing in deeply, and exhaling and relaxing. And now ask yourself what it is you want in your life more than anything else right now. Now, uh, Spirit would like you to see it, personify it, make it into something three-dimensional. It could be a flower, could be a bag of gold, could be a beautiful rose, but make it into something that's physical and real to you. And now I want you to feel the longing for this thing that you want because it's in the object or the personification you just created. So direct that longing towards that thing you want. Make it real. Feel those feelings. 
when you're really getting those strong feelings of desire towards the object that you've created, which symbolizes what you want, shower this thing with pink light. Let it come in from the top and slowly rain and shower your particular object that you really, really want. And watch this thing now sort of disappear or just sort of relax into the beautiful pink light. And what you've done is you've transformed your longing for that thing to simply wanting it. The pink light symbolizes unconditional love as it melts it away. Uh, basically what it's doing is saying that you already have this, no longer need to long for it. The reason that spirit or the channel's message focused on longing is because when the message came in, the channel message, they said, the problem isn't what you really want in life that you don't have. The problem that we're trying to transform is the longing for the thing. Because the longing is your subconscious saying, I don't have that now. So if you can send the I don't have that now, unconditional energy and love, you've melted away the obstacle. You've melted away the obstacle and you're unifying with the object that you desire. So that's a, a nice little exercise. This article is now available on my website and will be in the future. Uh, if you went to spiritmediumtv.com, which is a page on my website, uh, you will find it in the sidebar under problems, transform problems into prosperity. And again, spiritmediumtv.com is the page on my website for the radio show that you are now listening to and or observing on Facebook Live. If you would like to get a reading, uh, you need to call a number because I do not do readings directly on Facebook Live. I like to have interaction with you. Uh, that is why. Uh, and the phone number is area code 347 945 9849 that is distinctly written on the heading on my Facebook page. It's written on the post for this Facebook Live post. And again, the number is written on spiritmediumtv.com. So you don't have to worry about remembering it. It's written down. Uh, if you called in early, you have a much better chance, 15 minutes before the hour. Uh, right now it's uh, 7.11 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm, I'm working on Eastern Time, but it, it's 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The show goes live, but 6.45 p.m. Eastern Time, you can actually start calling in. Some very wise and knowledgeable people have already done that. They're waiting in the queue. And another way to completely jump to the top of the queue above everyone, even those that called in early, is to donate. I had to come up with a way to give that access to some people who really uh, need to talk to me. And that is made, that donation is made at spiritmediumtv.com. It's simply $8, which goes to an animal charity. Okay. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go to the phone lines, but not before I do a lovely little connection exercise. And we, you know, for, with the way I work with spirit is, everybody's different, right? 
uh, I, I turned it on and off. When I was a little kid, I was getting the messages while I was seeing the other side. It was kind of frightening to me because I was seeing people I didn't know. <laughs> uh, I would see it uninvited. Uh, but spirits cultivated, or I kept begging, please don't do this anymore. And finally, um, I became unaware of spirit for a long time. I had kind of like a shield around me. So now when I work with spirit, uh, I actually do a connection exercise, which opens up this field. It's a beautiful thing, the psychic field. So everybody, please, that's going to participate, sit back in your respective locations. Start to, well, uncross your arms and legs and start to breathe from your abdomen, breathing in deeply. And on the exhale, letting go of any and all tension, opening up to what spirit has for you this evening. If you have a life question, focus on that and ask for help. If you're wanting an other side connection, ask for your loved ones to come in from the other side. We also ask you not be fixed on one soul in particular, as spirit will be sending in the soul that needs to speak to you and is most able to speak to you at this moment. Uh, so just keep uh, be open about that. I always try to pull in who you want, but this is a show and I have limited time, so be open whatever does show up in private sessions I will after making a couple of connections that are confirmed I will try to bring in your uh, loved one the specific one uh, just to let you know but uh, here on the show we go, I have to go a little faster so while you're doing that and calling in your loved ones and are focusing on your issues and you're in an open body position breathing from your abdomen I am going to be silent for a moment as I invoke the master prayer I will be back in a second And now, on your next exhale of breath, please release into your space your energy, and I will connect us. One moment, please. Okay, I'm going to go to the person who made the first donation, and that would be Pamela, who is wanting an other side connection. Let's see if I can find her. I have two Pams here, by the way, but I'm going to Pamela, who's made the donation. Hey, Hi, Pamela. Hi, Pamela. Yeah. Hi, Hi honey. Hi. Hi. Thank you for taking me. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so let's uh, look a little bit into, I do feel, and I did feel before, a, a male connection in spirit to you. Uh, strong, like a strong energy of a, more of an older person, like a father or someone, or a father figure. Um, but let me just see who does show up. Okay, Pamela, let's see who shows up. Okay. Here. Pamela, three, eight, six. Okay, this is a very strong-willed individual who presents from spirit on the other side. He's caring. He is a caring individual. He loves his family very much. Uh, he looks like he's carrying a bit of extra weight around him on his body actually, uh, around with him is what I meant to say. Uh, and he looks really sleepy right now. I don't know what that means, the sleepiness, but as if he's sort of like knocked out or sleeping right now and not in the best of shape. I'm going to give you a few more things and then I'm going to come back to you. Okay. I do see dark hair with white in it. The hair is closely cut. 
which means I can't see if it's wavy or straight. It's not real curly, but kind of on the straighter side. Uh, the complexion seems to be on a um, more olive tone, if you will. Uh, and there's uh, the eyes are a little bit bulging. I, I, it's a subjective term, I know, but they're like a little bit on the bulging side. Uh, is the best way I can describe it. There's a bit of jowliness in the neck and the jawline. The eyes are a bit puffy, I guess, is another way to say that. He does have high cheekbones. His nose is narrow at the bridge. It gets wider towards the end. It's a little bit on the bulbous side or wide. His lips uh, are medium size. Um, and he's very clear in front of me. Um, I feel children. They've had children on Earth. Uh, couple of other things. Let me just see what else I could get to you to say. Loves his children very much. Um, very, very loving person. Okay, now from what I've said, do you recognize this person? Anything about him? No, not right now, no. Okay. Have you lost a father? Yes. Yes, but he was tall and slender. Yeah, well, it, this could be, um, the thing I do get is more of a Semitic Middle Eastern feel to the man in front of me. Would that have any okay. significance to you, please? Um, Middle no. East, Semitic, or even a Mediterranean, would that have any significance to you, please? No. Okay. It doesn't sound familiar to me, no. All right, that's fine. Well, this man is here, so I will honor him. Uh, I okay, do feel a father. He's related to your father in some way, so we'll say it like that. Um, do you have a father-in-law in spirit? No. He might have been my grandfather. My grandfather it, was heavy at one point. They so have kind of a, because I'm going to give you a little more details. The hair is dark, the original color. His skin is either and he's either showing me him having a little bit of uh, sun exposure or that he just had a little bit more of a Mediterranean kind of hue to the skin, if you will. He's not real white looking. Uh, yeah, that fit? he could have been my grandfather. Yes. Okay, well, that's what Grandpa I mean Kate. by being... Yeah, yeah, because what I'm going to do here is he's opening the portal, okay? He's opening the portal. He's very strongly... His energy is very strong. He's opening the portal for us to see further. Uh, he's, for some reason, whether he chooses to present a little sloppy looking, I don't know why, but he is wearing a white undershirt. Uh, it's sort okay. of not not the kind with the cat with the sleeves on it, but without, you know, the more narrow, like a tank top undershirt. Uh, he looks a little sleepy at the moment. He's kind of drowsy, and he's not really feeling well at all. Uh, I also get for him, I have to validate him, you know, to a certain extent before I can go forward. So that's what I'm doing right now with you. Okay. I need, I need okay. to say, okay, recognize him. When you understand who he is, then, we, then he goes away. That's what happens. But if you don't, okay. they yeah. stick him out. Right? I want to say so, that would be my grandpa case. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I also, grandpa case. I also, I also get a feeling, I'm going to continue a little more, honey, uh, even okay. though you want me to just let it go, uh, is I feel in his stomach he has some kind of illness or there's something going on in his stomach that's causing a lot of problems in his body, uh, and that would have been one of the primary things that would have created some of the problems in his body. There's a number of things yes, going he on. Yes, cancer. 
He had cancer in the stomach area, his whole insides, yes. Okay, perfect. Okay, so that to me is validation. All right, so yeah. now that he's, val he's happy that we validated him, he's also coughing a little bit. I think he might have smoked or something at one point in his life. He loves you yeah. very much. He loves his family very much. He says, all his children are wonderful. And he says all the children are with me, meaning he's with you. He's with all of you. Now, I'm going to see if he wants to step aside, and maybe we can pull in your dad. Uh, I don't know. Let's see if he does want to pull. Is he related? Is he on the father's? Is this your father's father, honey? I'm assuming so. Yep. He does. Okay, good. See how spirit knows what they're doing. Okay, do you want to pull in your son, please? I love you all very much. Okay, we know you love us. Thank you, Grandpa. He says to you, you're a very spiritual person, Pamela. Oh, God. He wants to give you a personal. He says, you got to get going with some homework that you're working on right now. He says, yes, your father is with me. So he says you're working on something. And you need to do homework on it and get it going in your life. Stop stalling. He says, yes, your father is with me. Well, could you bring him forward, please? Well, I already know that he's slender. Could you sort of spill the beans, Pam, on that? <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what we get. Okay. A very good-looking man, he says to me. His father for you. He's tall and slender, but you've already said that. But he says good looking. I'm gonna see if I can refine the image of him. Okay, there is something okay, I see hair on his head, it looks it looks thick, doesn't look thinned out. Now, it could have thinned out when if if it did later on, but this is the image he's giving me now. Okay. So just okay. for the moment, just go with it. Um I can't see the color as much as they just, I have an impression of it being on the brown side, but it looks like it might have had some golden highlights in it, meaning chestnut brown or, you know, it could be anywhere from chestnut brown to dark, uh, to dark blonde from the way it looks, the way it looks right now. It looks thick. Uh, it looks like it's cut conservatively, combed off on the side, like you can see it's a part it's combed over. Uh, there's something between the neck and the shoulders that is a little distinctive for his physique. Uh, and that is that he's a little bit short-necked or a little bit hunched forward. Uh, this could have been something he developed later on. It's not extreme, it's slight. And I don't know if you've ever noticed it about him, but I do want to point that out. Would you remember that about him, please, Pam uh, Pamela? Um, the sh maybe a short neck. I don't remember him really leaning over, but a short neck, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Because there's something in this area between the jawline and the shoulders. It feels like it's a short neck. It looks like a short neck. That's a distinctive thing. The rest of his body is sort of long and lean. You've already said tall and slender, but long and lean. Uh, he's a good-looking man in his youth. As he got older, he got a little bit more scowly, he says. And then finally, uh, the disease took over, which took his life by storm. Uh, he's saying that he had a disease, and he's moving me into the lung area. Would you understand that, please, for father? Yes, yes. Coffee. He died of a heart attack, which was the lung area. He couldn't breathe. His lungs swelled up with water, yes. Okay. Yeah, his lungs are the one, the thing he's showing me now. I, I kind of go literally with them. Um, yeah, and I just know exactly. You know, I never know. I just know what they're saying. So he's choking to death. He's literally choking to death. He's trying to get over this miserable disease he had. Uh, he says it was something that he did have for a long while, or he knew of it for a long while, uh, but it was unable to really ac accumulate accumulate, let me just get that word right, get over it the way he needed to get over it, was unable to get over it. I don't know why he was going with accumulate. 
will accumulate. <laughs> okay, he's saying That's this okay. now. This is interesting. He says, accumulate the good credit in heaven to get over it while he was on earth. And he laughs a little bit. So it shows me a little bit of a you know, sense of humor, uh, if you will. He says he has good self-esteem. He loves you very much, uh, loves his family very much. Everybody takes care of everybody in our home and our family. We all love each other. We're all good people. He says, I'm here with you uh, in spirit, meaning I'm with you, even though I'm in spirit. He says, you're looking out for me all the time. You're always looking for me everywhere you go. He says, you are finding pennies from me or signs and symbols from me. He says, they are from me and that you're doing a good job of finding them. And he wants you to get that affirmation, if you will. Does that make sense to you, please, Pam? Yes, definitely. All right. And the pennies in particular are very important. And now there's another message. Something about you and your own health. The pennies, okay. the pennies are important for you to see and know so that you know you're, <laughs> you know that you're right. You know, you're not losing your mind or anything. Is it correct? You're getting pennies here and there, and I am sending them to you. And the health part of it is just to let you know that you're not going crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm not. You're not going crazy. It's true. Your health is good overall. Uh, you know. Other than that, uh, he says even your eyesight is good. Uh, he says at your age, uh, he says you're getting a lot of things done with your writing uh, and the books that you're doing. Uh, would that make sense to you, please? You are you writing something now, Pamela? No, not really. I just—I've been working on paperwork, but nothing as far as a book or anything. Oh, but you are writing. It's just paperwork. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you get? I'm working on. Go ahead. What were you yeah, say? I'm trying to get paperwork together to get to buy a house. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good. He says your eyesight is good. He's very—I don't know. Is your—is your eyesight still good? It's pretty good. I have to wear glasses, but for my age, it's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's kind of hard to do all that paperwork or all that writing. You know, that's what you're pointing out. For all the work that you're doing with the tedium and everything else, your eyesight is pretty good. I think that's what he means, considering the projects you have. He says, I love you all very much. Uh, He does show me a dog that sits with him in spirit uh, that was in the family for a while. It's a bigger dog with long ears. Um, would you understand a dog in spirit, please? Did the family ever have one? That would have been. My grandfather had a dog. Was Porky had he was had really long ears. He was like um, a wiener dog. He had really long ears. Yeah, I, I didn't say it was fat. He looked bigger though, taller, like like a, a hound or something, like with long yeah. ears and a grayish yeah. kind of. Kind of, yeah, that yeah. dog is with him. That's validation. He's just giving you additional handshakes on things, if you will. Uh, he says, I know that you love dogs so much. Now, <laughs> this could be very funny because um, he might be saying that to me. <laughs> but I don't know. Is he saying it to you, Pamela? He says, I know you love dogs so much. I love dogs, yeah. I love okay, animals, good. all animals. Yeah. All right. All right, so he wanted to bring that out to you, too. All right, so he's okay, honey, not to worry. He loves you all very much, and I have to go on to some other callers now, Pamela. I appreciate your donation and for calling in. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, love. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm going to the second person who has made a donation. That would be T. 
Okay, trying to find she is. Hello, hello, T. Hey, Laura, how are you? I'm good. How are you, darling? I'm pretty good. All right, sweetie. I need you to give me give me your question. Go ahead. Um, just wanted to know where did you see what date did you see me attending um medical school in? Well, first of all, did I see you attending medical school, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, you've already made your decision, I suppose. So you're really asking what, where you should direct your energy to get into medical mm-hmm. school or which one will likely come through. So you've already made up your, your mind then? Is that Because the way you're asking the question is a little confusing to me. I just need to know. Yeah. Okay, you made up your mind and you're applying. You need to know where to put your effort. Tunisia to... U.S. and abroad. Huh. Have you been looking abroad? Because I kind of feel you might want to look outside the U.S. also. Um, Yeah, in the Caribbean. Yeah, Caribbean. I was going to say Bahamas um, and or uh, Jamaica. There's several different places that you could go to get a residency a lot easier. And it would not affect whatsoever your career in the United States. There's a lot of reciprocity there. And it's less money. So you really should look into that. That's your best bet. Um, It wouldn't take take as long either. There's a three-year program or somehow compressed uh, program. And bang, it'd be fun. Okay, the weather would be nice. Uh, less money, nice weather, nice people. I see a compressed program, accelerated. Three years to three and a half years versus uh, four. Uh, and I also see that you know, if you pass your tests, uh, you can do just what you need to do in the U.S. is reciprocity. So don't hesitate, a spirit message, don't hesitate any longer. Get going on this. It is your life dream. You've wanted to do this for a while. It would allow you to incorporate everything else that you're looking to do with your life, which is helping people. You need to get to the highest level possible before you can do the lower things that you want to do. So think about the highest goal that you can set for yourself and go for that, and everything else will fall under it. Okay? Okay. Thank you. So abroad. Yeah, I'm getting abroad, and I am getting Caribbean more than any other place. Okay. All right, love. Thanks. Thanks a lot, honey. Bye-bye. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So we're going to go to the phone lines, regular phone lines. Um, I don't think I have any other donations. That's good. And I'm going to the person that that was the first person I screened, which is Crystal. Hi there, Crystal. How are you? Hi. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good, sweetheart. So go ahead, honey, and ask your question, love. Um, I was wondering um, if you could tell me what you see happening in terms of my love life and relationships. Okay, hold on one second. I'm going to ask Spirit a question silently. Well, isn't there somebody floating around you right now that you're sort of curious about? Kind of get that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you really need to get over that before you can move forward to something new. It's fail, that particular relationship is not working out for you. Uh, we do not feel that it will, and that he's just wasting your time. Like kicking the can down the road, blah, blah, blah. Now, if you want me to look at that, I can delve in a little deeper. 
Um, but what Spirit wants to say, first of all, is anybody new, that's not going to happen while he's around because he's got your attention. You, you see what I'm saying here? Mm-hmm. All right. So do you want me to delve on that relationship a little bit? Um, a little bit. <laughs> right, give me his initials, love. I know how it is, love. I don't think I haven't okay. been there. Go ahead. Give me M-E. his initials. M-E. M-E. What? M-B? Like in boy? M. M-E is an egg. Oh, okay. So like M is in Mary, E is an egg. Yes. That's what I had said originally. Isn't that interesting, those two initials spell knee? I wonder if he is like that. Let me look at it. (laughs) (laughs) Crystal, M-E. Well, I get a feeling of fun, a lot of fun, playfulness, good energy, kind of playful. Kind of the first thing I want to say. Very good athletic build. Very smart very intelligent, does like you. Does like you. That's important. But let me see something. Is he serious? Hold on. Yeah, he can be he can become serious, more serious than he is right now. You need to kind of pull back a little bit to let him get more in touch with his feelings for you. Uh, this is the message they're giving me, is to pull back a little bit, allow him to assimilate, digest, and reciprocate at some point for your sort of giving in a little more energy than he's giving at the moment. Um, and this will stop him from disappearing. See, one of the reasons, you understand what I mean by he seems to come in and out a lot? You know what I mean? Crystal? Yes. Okay, do you, yes, you understand? All right, good. So oh, the reason is everything is perfect. <laughs> All right. So the reason he's pulling in and out is because you've been um, giving him a lot of um, attention, or you know, when he is around, you're you know, you're giving him what he wants. So it's important to kind of create a little detachment and distance so that he can covet you more and he can. Um, get more in touch with his longing for you. So it's recommended that you don't answer phone calls or text messages. However you can do that, uh, if you want to do it in a very authentic way, it would be to occupy yourself with something very, you're very interested in, very passionate about, and then fit him in around it. And that would allow him to realize that uh, he really has feelings. Because I guess he feels he has feelings for you. Uh, but you need to make him long for you more. And I don't mean this in a manipulative way. I just mean this in a practical way because it wouldn't talk manipulation. It's not going to work for anyone in the long run. It's always better to do it from the heart. It's always better to do it in a real way. So you're going to focus in on yourself a little more. And you're, I get schooling or your work, things that you're working on for yourself. Uh, get a little bit more into that. And when he does respond or he does finally come around, he does. You know, he comes back and forth. Uh, you know, fit him in. Let him know you're fitting him in, you know, maybe a little of a yawn. You can imagine yourself doing a little yawn every now and then, like, yeah, well, whatever. And then fit him in. <laughs> and I, <laughs> you know, it's like, think of it that way. And, you know, I'll let it sit. He just texts me. I'm not getting right back to him. I haven't heard from him in a while. Let it sit. Let him simmer. Let him get a little nervous about you getting back to him. 
and then you see that he's going to be able to touch his feelings more and create that you'll create that longing that he needs to get in touch he has it but he needs to feel it more make sense makes perfect sense you're awesome thank you so much thank you crystal you have a beautiful evening honey bye-bye Okay, and I'm going to go to Christina, who has a life question. Hey, Christina, how are you today? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, I'm going to ask you to not tell me any background. Just give me the question. This is the best way to work the way for me, because I don't want to be influenced. So go ahead and give me your question, then, my love, okay? Okay, I was wondering um, what my angels... Um, feel would be good for me to know at this point in time for me? All right, general question. And you, you did get, but everybody listening, she gave me a little background before, so I'm not working on a completely blank slate, which is fine. Christina831, well, one of the things I get is you love people very, very much. You're very gregarious, you have extremely gregarious nature. You need to exercise that more um, because one of the reasons that you're feeling down lost and alone right now is because you forgot about that. You forgot about people. So you have to reach out. You have to make effort. Uh, you have to mingle with others as much as you can on a regular basis. Not overdo it, but it just is a missing item in your life. Now you had said something about going through um, a new, you're going to have a new beginning, right? You're ending something. I won't tell them what it is, uh, but you're ending something. You're having a new beginning. Uh, and I want to see... Well, even even though you may be saying um, you may have a little bit of hesitation about going back to work uh, or doing some kind of work to supplement your income, uh, I feel that you need to do that for yourself, even more than monetary reasons. That going back, and I'll tell you what work we're going to pick up for you, but going back to work will give you a whole new lease on life and a whole new feeling of belonging. And again, being about people in the world business world or whatever you want to call it, a commercial enterprise business, whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, and this, this is going to help you get over the um, adjustment phase. Uh, and worth, getting a sense of worth, getting a sense of value is one of the things you're learning right now. Uh, you do have a good self-esteem. I do feel you do. However, I feel that you're not quite sure what you should be doing in terms of your particular essence quotient, you know, what you're dharma is or you know that thing that you should focus on um i feel that you are very gifted uh as a healer you're very gifted in many many ways but a healer is particularly your essence of who you truly are and what you really want to come to earth to do and that you've you've sacrificed this lifetime to come in as a martyr and heal and help others grow in their own lives and relationships you will be doing this soon. You will be getting going on it, not because Spirit says so, but because you will be doing it. They are saying you will take the necessary action to begin a business on your own where you will be doing this. Um, and there's something else that they're trying to show me. Um, you also have some kind of a medical background. You have some kind of a credential. It could be uh, anything from beauty to health, uh, but it's something. And that, if you use that, it can also be intertwined to a healing work, if you will. So if you don't have a little medical credential, you probably would want to get one, and then you can weave it in with this healing modality that you're supposed to be doing. And I feel as I say those words, it's what your heart really wants for you. Do you have any questions or comments, please? 
Christina. Um, yes, I was wondering if you could, um, if there was any way you could be um, more, um, dive in a little bit more in, into the um, medical part, because I, I, I know I could say what, what I, there is something that I, that has come through that I'm going yeah. to, I'm going to school, um, but it, it is mentoring, but I also long to talk and write. Yeah. Uh, well, it's all, you know, it's all related, but I kind of feel, yes. I, don't know, I don't know why I feel this. Do you do anything with making women feel beautiful? Do you do anything with that? Self-esteem, it's not only an inside job, it's an outside job. It's not only an outside job, it's an inside job. Uh, but I think value and worth to females is a bailiwick for you or that you could be very good at that. You know how to package people like almost an image consultant, but it's deeper than that. Um, it's self-esteem. So I don't know if you have to, you said you're already going for a credential in mentoring or whatever. That's fine. That'll work very well. You need something like that. But I think there's something to do with body image and self-esteem that could be part of the work you do. That's kind of what I'm getting. Okay. Yeah. I, um, yeah. And you can, you know, all the, all the writing, all the public speaking is, you know, it's all part of it. Doesn't one thing's not separate from the other, as you know. Um, but healing the heart, healing the soul, healing the healing the body uh, from the inside out, healing the body image from the inside out is something that you should be doing. You've been doing it already, uh, sort of for yourself and some of your friends, if you will, um, because you you're a person that also sees the outside, not just the inside. Uh, it's something that you do that you do really well. Um, you have a, a, the eye of a designer, you're creative on a visual, in a visual way, uh, but you also are you know, obviously creative on a, an inner healer way. And so I think to marry those two gifts is where you're going to give people the most bang for their buck or the greatest power of your service. Um, and get this one. I don't know how I'm going to say this one or how it really even affects but it's almost like you're going to do a, a feng shui for the for the person, like how they carry themselves. It's like a three-dimensional feng shui, in thinking, inner thinking, outer appearance, and even clothing and the way they wear their hair, a whole gamut of things to create the right body image so that a person can be in their most powerful state. So that's what I'm getting for you today uh, to add on to what you're already thinking. Hey, my dear. Okay, thank you so much. I'll just um, meditate on that and go within. Um, it, you touched on co with, with the combining um, is mentoring and inspiring as I'm becoming, you know, ha building self-esteem and healing. And I just really love people, like you said. And I just would like to talk about these painful, complex situations we find ourselves in with the people that we love in our life. And there's so many sides to uh truth um and yeah. when people are you know caught in the negative and the pain then i like to go in and ask um uh, to have the universe look first through universe eyes second through my own and suddenly there's so many more perspectives that can really help counter that have helped me catapult out of these um 
situations and I want to share it and work with people and on top of mentoring children at the same time and combining it. So you were right on the money there. <laughs> That's what All I want right. to do. And well, thank really you. Add, the only thing I want to add in is um, I think that there might be a, another thing to add in there. And it you might find that you're specializing with, with wounded women and the healing can be from inside out, outside in. Outside means appearance in. It's all related. Everything is related. But that's another layer to put on top of it and maybe an area for focus. Uh, anyway, uh, let's let you simmer on it and see where it goes, okay? Thank you, and you and I do get it. I've been wanting to work to help women uh, to find resources and, you know, things that I didn't know about and just really pay it forward. So I'll marinate on it. Thank you so very much for your time and, uh, you know, for your insight. Namaste. Namaste, honey. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm now going to uh, Karen. Hey, Karen. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, darling. I'm great. What's going on? What what kind of question do you have today? I actually your... just wanted to kind of hear if any um, any messages from the other side or anything like that that would be important for me to kind of know right now. About your own life, though, because I asked you that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay, let's see. Karen at 704. You're a very spiritual person yourself. You're helping a lot of people this lifetime. You need to get started on a project that you've been wanting to start for a very long time, but you never seem to get going on it because you don't understand the value of truly your gifts and who you are. You're another mentor. You're a mentor. You're supposed to be helping people work on their soul healing and where they're going in life. You've always wanted to do this. You just didn't really think that you had the tools yet. You have the instincts, but you you seem okay. to feel that you need the external, the, the um, credentials. Spirit is telling you it's, the credential is knowing you have the gift not getting an external credential. Now, why do why does spirit say this? Because you're a healer and there's no way around it. There's no two ways around it. You've been doing this for years. It's time now to own it. I'm going to cry almost. I want to cry. <laughs> I want to cry because I'm feeling the pain. <laughs> yeah, I, jump I, I do. Okay, I feel yearning in you. You want your importance. You want to express your work. You want to know your gift. You want to find a way to express it. Um, and that, that okay. there's a choking almost in you of like, what the heck is it I'm supposed to do? What makes me special? Right. Who am I? Right? Who am I? You're a gifted healer. Okay. okay. And you're, a, you're the kind of person that would use talking uh, more so than hands-on healing. Uh, you are a counselor. You should be a counselor. You would mm-hmm. need to get 
some credentials. It doesn't have to be heavy duty, you know, but you can get some kind of credentials. I'm going to see if it should be in a more metaphysical realm or okay. a more traditional realm. What kind of credentials should she get? This is Karen. People listen to you when you talk. You have a very healing voice. You're very sympathetic. Visual healing is a gift. What do you mean by visual healing? They said it two times to me. I didn't want to listen before because they didn't know what they meant, the guys. Right? What do you mean by visual okay. healing, please, for Karen? She needs, you need to open up books and read about ways to use visual things to heal the soul. But you can use pictures and you can use visual things, objects as well, three-dimensional items to help people heal themselves. And there's research that you can do on this on your very own, but we're moving you in the direction of visual healing is more important than karmic healing to heal people's souls. Karma is not as important as here and now, and you will discover a new modality in which using vision and visual tools, oh, I get it, will help them heal their soul. So are you talking, I'm asking spirit now, are you saying spirit that she should be doing like a hypnotic thing where they, she's creating visions for them or uh, creative visualization or what are you saying here? Visual healing, there's answering. Visual healing is about healing the soul through visual objects that one would hold in their hands to imagine themselves whole and real. The holding in the hands could be literal in other words, they could hold a crystal or something. But it's also um, imagination. Imagination is part of this. You could be a crystal healer is what we're saying, using crystals to heal the body, heal the mind, and heal the soul. Crystal energy is your thing, and crystals is the focus. So there's also something about using visualization with a crystal. So I'm giving okay. you some direction, okay? But it, that would be like okay. a creative yeah, creative life coach that helps people visualize success for themselves. Uh, and you can get credentials on that. You could package yourself okay. thusly. Uh, but you're helping people reach goals is what it is. And um, anything that has to do with three-dimensional objects or making it three-dimensional um, would be very, very um, instrumental in this. Um, so you know this, Karen, that when you're trying, you know what creative okay. visualization You know what creative visualization right. is, right? Okay. Right. Uh, and you've used it in your own life, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. And you've gotten a lot of things you want in your life. So they're telling you to kind yes. of help people make that visualization more tangible. And there, this could be your creative um, contribution to an existing healing modality. Uh, but layer on that something tangible. Maybe it is holding the crystal. Maybe it is. Like, let's say you want somebody to become more, they want to become more prosperous. You can take them to go, take them to a Mercedes dealership and go for test drive. <laughs> but everybody's getting the feeling of it. What was that? Now, I do have a question. Um, I'm going to bring one word up, and or two words, but what about like a nonprofit? Does that ring a bell? Does that kind of trigger anything? Because um, I'm not really sure about the whole crystallization and like crystal thing, but I have thought about something towards the nonprofit side of things oh it's the same thing it's helping people reach goals so in in a nonprofit environment you can add it in where you're helping people make the the vision tangible 
uh, in some way. I can't tell you that because you're going to create that. So there's a, I don't know, I never looked this up, but there's a way they're saying to do a visualization or create a visualization in a tangible way using uh, more than just pictures, but actually using objects. So um, maybe it's a three-dimensional vision board, (laughs) you know, where you actually create what you want, like, you put it on a little pallet, and you want to travel more, you want more money, and you could put all these little things there that are real, and it helps person right. focus. Um, you know, as I say that, okay. I get another little hit, another little hit about it, that if you're working okay. with, with not, if you're working like, say, people who are incarcerated, for example, or um, okay. lower-income families, for example, uh, you can help them uh, – it, it, to make it a three-dimensional thing versus a, in their mind, it helps them relate to it better so that they can overcome right. any blocks that they have to it. So, um, yeah, it's to help people who have really deep-seated uh, belief systems that they need to overcome. So think about all that, my dear, but helping people okay. and it, reaching goals okay. is all of it and that you are a healer. Okay, my dear? Okay. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Thank you, love. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm now going to uh, caller four. If I can find caller four, if caller four is still here. Uh, caller four looks like there is no caller four, but there is a caller five. Yeah? Okay. Hi there, Pam. How are you? Hello. Fine. How are yes. you? Good. So go ahead, honey. Good. And give me your question. Well, I was just wondering, okay, if my son's going to be moving. Oh, that's right. Oh, you sounded like you were going to mm-hmm. really bring him there. And you're, you are a very loving person. Uh, give me his initials, please. B, S. B, as in boy, S as in Sam. Correct. Is that correct? Okay, B, S. Yeah, he's going to move. He can't help it. He has to. He does need to move right now. It's hard for him, too. doesn't want to move. You know this. Uh, I feel there's some kind of extenuating circumstances that are causing him to have to move. I feel that there's an economic money reason for this. It's sort of out of his control, uh, and that he needs to make a, a new start elsewhere for his own survival as well as uh, his family's survival, and he does need to make a new start. Uh, he doesn't want to go. You know this, uh, but he needs to go. And I think your real question is, does he have to go? You know, is it really going to happen? Mm-hmm. And the answer, yeah, because he doesn't really want to go. It's hard. Everybody does It's a hardship to all parties involved. Uh, I feel there are children involved. They're going to miss you. It's terrible. Uh, But it is for his highest good, and it is a new beginning. So if you think of it that way, that it's going to, in the end, be the best thing for him, uh, you know, that he's going to create him more income, better life for him, uh, then I think you can maybe come over to to the whole thing and, and think of it in more of a positive way. But I do feel that he cannot stay any longer where he is. It's a financial burden to everyone around him, and he's not really making the money that he should be making. I think it's money-oriented more than anything. Um, I hope can you, can you tell me where he's going? 
Well, first can answer you see is, that? yeah, sure I can. I, can. I mean, I'll try. But, uh, I just want you to kind of, there's something going on in the background. Are you doing something while I speak to you? Are you moving around uh-huh. or something? I heard something. Okay, it's just I want you to focus because then I, that's how the reading happens uh, when you're focused. Right. On, okay, love. So let me just see where. Well, it's not going to be that far. Here. Okay. I see trees. I don't know where this is really. I see a mountainous. I see like evergreen trees. I see up and down a mountainside. I see close to where you hmm. are now, but far away. It's going to be a drive, but no, you can't do it very easily. It's like a five to six hour drive away, but not that far away. So it's not going to be that far away. Uh, it's best you not cry about this. It's best that you pray for him that he finds the right path for himself. Because then everybody's going to be happier that way. So just look at it as a, right. a look at it as a bright thing. And look at it in a positive way and give him courage because he needs a lot of courage right now. I tell you, he feels very frightened too. So um, you know, help him see the light. Help him see the light as a light. I'm sure he is. You know. Yeah, he sure he well, sure is. My very much. Yeah, be his witness. Thank be you. his, be there for him. Yeah, be be his his rock. Help him out, okay, love. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, love. Bye bye. Okay, uh, let's see. We do have time for one more reading, and I believe don't hang up everybody because I got to find the next person. It looks to me like it is nine one seven. Hello, nine one seven. Oh, hello. Thank you so much. Hi. What is, uh, what is your name? Official name, Karen Sue. I just need your first name. Was it Trisha? Oh, okay. Karen. Make it Karen easy. with a K? Yes. Karen. Thank you, Karen, for calling in today, love. So what is it that spirit can do for you? And please don't give me a lot. If it's a question, don't give me background. Just the question. If it's something else, let me know. Okay, well, if there are any loved ones around, in particular, um, my lover, my boyfriend, partner of 15 plus years, passed away at Thursday, I'm very sorry. Or anyone else that has gone that has messages or guidance to me as what's happening, what's going forward in my life. I'm so sorry. I was composed before. Oh, I understand, honey. Believe me, I understand. I've been in this similar situation, not in your particular love, lover loss, but, uh, you know, when we have loss, we can't, you know, these your feelings just flow out of you. So let them flow and um, allow yourself that grieving. Uh, I, I will see if I can pull in someone for you, reminding you that in an upset state, we do tend to block the messages. I will stay a little bit longer so that we can get this done, as usually another side connection takes a little longer. Again, your name is Karen, and you're from 917. Please breathe deeply from your abdomen. Call in your loved one and loved one, and be as calm as you can, my love, okay? My official name that my mother always wanted me to be called is Karen Sue. So You're, some people start here, but Karen Sue. Yeah. Oh, it's Karen Sue. Okay, thank you, honey, for vibration. It's important to get the real name. 
Karen. I mean, if you use a Karen Sue. And you said it was with a C, not a K. Is that what you said? It is a K. It is a K, Karen. Sorry for all that 10 seconds and all that business. Bear with me. Karen Sue, Karen Sue, Karen Sue, who is there in spirit for her, please. Well, first of all, your mother is around you, okay? She's trying to heal you, heal your heart and your soul. Um, I don't want to spend a lot of time developing her because I actually have an appointment after this radio show, which mm-hmm. is supposed to end now. Uh, but let me just see if I can move quickly. I'm going to be quiet for a moment, Karen Sue. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm I'm inviting in something. Okay, would you understand the physique of the person who's transitioned, the lover person? If I understood you correctly, it was a, a love interest of yours, a, a partner of yours, correct? You said that yes, before. Yes, partner. We live, we live together. Don't tell me anything else, honey. Just answer that one question. We have to control your answers because you don't want to reveal okay. too much. You want spirit. And one of the first things I get is a tall build on this person. He's a, a taller person. Would you understand that, please? No. Okay. Well, there is a man who stands before me taller and likelier than most, okay? Uh, and I do want to acknowledge him for whatever the reason is. Um, would you have a son, by the way? Do you have a son on earth? He does. Oh, okay. I do. Uh, is his son taller and likelier, please? Somewhat. Yeah, okay. taller than he was, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's, I think I'm getting a little bit of him right now by virtue of them giving me that picture. Let's see if we can move forward. Uh, please come through. <laughs> kinder than words. He's a kind individual, kinder than words. He loves you very much. Just let me babble a little bit like this, sweetheart. Before, I'm going to go for evidence. This is not evidence yet because you've already revealed all these things, but it helps me open the portal. Kinder than words can give you kindness and love. Uh, he stands before me with a, uh, a little bouquet of flowers for you. Uh, the flowers are like daisies and violet little flowers, things that you get from the garden, not fancy kind of flowers or any kind of real fancy flowers. He says you like the garden sort of flowers. He says he gives you the simple flowers, the flowers of the heart that you love so much. Uh, He asks you, that doesn't make sense, he asks you to take care of him a while longer in the house. I don't know what that means. I do see a male before me visually, so just put that take care of me on the side for a moment, please, Uh, Karen Sue. What I do see is a male uh, who does have, because you already said he wasn't that tall, so I do see a man who's not that tall, Uh, but I do see he's carrying a little extra weight in the stomach area and the shoulder blades and shoulder area, upper arms are not developed that much, Uh, but that generally fits a description of who you're thinking of, please. Yes. Okay. And would you understand that? uh, Okay. I see glasses. 
eyeglasses. Would he have worn glasses, please? Would you understand that, please? Um, only once in a while. No, that's, mostly that's enough. did not. That's okay. That's all right. Okay. So he did. That means he did wear glasses in my language. Okay. So I'm just going to say. I didn't say mostly. Just say I see glasses, and he did wear them from time to time. So that's fine. Um, I see. Um, he's trying to show me his face. Do you know Burl Ives? Do you know that that character, Burl Ives? Yeah, I think so. He reminds me of that a little bit. I'll just describe. I see um, very clear eyes, like sparkling, like bright eyes. He's got a little twinkle in his eyes, if you will. Is a straight yes. nose. His thinner lips is kind of, sometimes he might have worn a, a little bit of a beard or something. It looks like he might have liked to sport a beard from time to time. Would you understand anything about facial hair for him, please? Yes, yes. All right, I do All feel correct. I have. What was that, love? All correct. All right, good. Then we have him. I'm going to give you more evidence, and then we'll go to personal message. Uh, he takes me into the chest area as if there's something going on with the heart. Would you understand that, please? He had pneumonia in the end. Okay. And leukemia. All right. Don't volunteer anything. But pneumonia would fit the heart area. I feel there's something wrong with the heart also. So he might have also had cardiovascular illness and disease and or the heart might have been related to that. Uh, I just want to say that. Okay? Uh, I don't know what you know about it, but he does show me the heart is his heart is giving him a hard time, and I am in the chest area where illness is. So the chest area is correct for pneumonia, okay? And there could be something more that there was cardiovascular illness around this. Maybe it gave out at the end. I, you know, I won't add in anything more than what I've said. Um, you gave him a lot of care at the end in particular. Uh, you were around yeah. him a lot. You took care of him. Uh, you did some of the really hard stuff. Like, like you know, like as if you would have had to sponge bathe him or something or, you know, those kind of personal things. He's very, very grateful for you taking care of him and helping him. The way that you did, you were, he says, you're a lover, you're a giver, not a taker. He says, I love you so much. Uh, you allowed me to release the burden I was in because you let me go. And he said, you knew that was the only way for me to have, you know, to feel better again. Uh, he wants you to know that that, uh, that did make him feel better again. Uh, you, you understand what I mean by that? You sort of released him, and he he was able to go then. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I wanted him to stay, but um, I did know that he was in a lot of pain and suffering, and he's been so do so much, I, and I kind of understood it was his sole choice. Exactly. Well, he Is said that, that release, yeah, that release let him go. It was not, you know, obviously we're, we don't want them to stay, but that's what he's saying. Is you let him go, and now he does feel better. So he wants you to know that that that's the right, that was the right thing to do. That it's better for him to be in spirit all now. Did I just feel- say I had a little healing session the night before? And she did a healing and, and, and a clearing for him. So I'm wondering if she's this healer. And um, I, I'm wondering if that's what he was referring to. I mean, I'm thinking that's what it is. It wasn't me, per se. 
Oh, okay. Uh, well, he says that, that he was released, and he says that you released him, so maybe it was that session, but there was a release, a literal release that allowed him to go to spirit. Uh, and I will, I, if I ask him now, he's going to, of course, say yes, because I'm influenced. I know what it is. Uh, but what I'm going to do is see if he can give me uh, something to validate that. Not only him saying yes, but something else around it uh, or something else that's true uh, in your life that would, in other words, he could say anything right now that would be correct and that would validate it. So first of all, I'm going to ask him, um, okay, would you understand, by the way, a name that's a D, like a Dennis or Dave or something? Would you understand that name, please? Um, no. All right, well, I get a name that starts with a D, so just I'll put that on the side. It's not for the validation. It just popped in suddenly. Uh, let me see what he wants to say. So um, was that the release you're talking about, sir? There was a release in my framework that I was able to let go of my soul. Yes, there was a release in what she did. It was a release of you. It was a release of you and a healing for you that allowed him to go. Do you understand? Yes, yes. And the healing was for you, and that let that was allowed you to be good no matter what happened, no matter what the outcome, you would be okay. That was what she did in the healing. Okay, she did oh. release on you. Yeah. She may have done a, real, a healing on him also, but she also did a healing on you. Yes. Okay, you know that, right? Yes. Okay, yes. because that's the valid that's the validation because I didn't know that. So that's what he's validating is when she did a healing on you that you could re- that you could be calmer, be more centered about it. Uh, this allowed him to release his spirit, and this outcome uh, put him out of pain. So he wants you to know he's okay. He loves you. He gives you the flowers that he said before. There's also some other flowers for you. He's big on flowers today. There's some roses or something that you've, uh, I don't know, got him or he got you. He loves, ro- he loves roses. You love roses. There's a rose right around your bed or bedside right now. I brought uh, him, yeah. his birthday was the beginning of the month. I brought him a little red rose. Okay, perfect. And that rose is important to you. I think you still have it or somehow it's around you. I don't know. I mean, he's kind of bringing it out. Do you keep it? Did you, say, did you save it, love, or you just put it on his grave? Well, it's still in his room. We haven't cleared everything out of his room or anything. It's still right there. It's oh, okay. pretty. Well, that's what he, he said that. It's right by the bedside. He said your bedside, but it's by the bedside. So um, he loves the rose. Um, he loves you, and he wants you to know he's just fine. Okay, my dear? Okay, well, makes me think, well, if I didn't have that session, would he still be with us? I know this is better for him. Yeah, there was no... The mind goes there. Yeah. There's no way he could have gotten better, honey. That's the point. Uh, And that's the way I see it from where I am. That's what he's saying, basically. Uh, There's no coming back from the illness. Uh, That there were other, other things were going on in his body. It wasn't just that. That was one thing. But there were other things going on as well. So yeah, it was mostly the leukemia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And he was not good to go anymore. He just wasn't, and he was suffering. I so, know. I know. I know. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes the best way to express our love for others is to let them go. 
And that's what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, I just said we just were hoping for a few more days because, you know, we want to, I mean, I would have wanted a little more time to say goodbye and talk, but uh, he was so out of it anyway, so, yeah. I know, honey, it's hard to love. Uh, My blessings to you and my condolences as well, honey, okay? Okay, thank you so much. This was beautiful. I feel so much better. Thank you. You are an angel. Blessing yourself. Have a great night. Thank you, love. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's so hard to lose a loved one. Okay, everybody, I look forward to working with you all next week. I think that's the 1st of July. Yeah, and then um, I'll be here. I won't be here on the 8th of July, but I will be on the 1st of July, and then I'm coming back after that. Have a great evening, everybody, and a great week. Namaste. Namaste.